Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first edition of the Coach's Corner here in 2020. Still haven't quite got used to saying that. Uh, have you Have you signed 2019 on stuff, Mike? Uh, I just actually bought a house, so I signed 2020 on a lot of things. So okay, so, so, yeah, so you kind of yeah. got that. So, you know, uh, Mike Teague is here as always, uh, here for um, our weekly episodes here on the Vanguard um, Podcast Network. So we're really excited to have you uh, join us today. We got a great conversation uh, with Brad Rostrader, who is our head men's volleyball coach here. Uh, they're about a couple days away from playing their first game. But, Mike, you have you have the pleasure of kind of guiding the men's volleyball program administratively here at Vanguard. And you kind of married into a volleyball world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you moved from the grass, from, from soccer, over kind of to um, a second love of volleyball. And I know it's been a passion of yours to – to kind of get Vanguard on the get in early in the men's volleyball game. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely for for me this is um it's a special time for Vanguard Athletics, not just for the growth um that we've had as you guys all know, but men's volleyball especially and and this is something personal to me. I I've loved volleyball. I think volleyball is an incredible sport and obviously on the women's side I kind of married into it and so um my wife was is uh was a volleyball player, now a coach and I ended up starting to watch men's volleyball more um due to family members who played it. And I'm like, man, this this sport is something else. It's something different, and we need to have this in Vanguard. And uh, since then, it's kind of been like, all right, we need to get it going, get it going. And finally, we were able to get it going thanks to kind of the help of Jeff Bissell and then the rest of the administrative team and uh, really excited to, to get it going. And I think Brad, as you guys will find in this conversation, world-class human being, uh, world-class person, and an incredible technical coach as well, especially for his age and, and – um, doesn't really matter at the end of the day his yeah. age i mean he's his experience from pepperdine uh from concordia from just his love for the game jumping into the usa volleyball gym i mean he's all over the place and he's just has su such a thirst for knowledge and for teaching and i think that this program and this team especially is going to be um, a real special thing on our campus not just athletically but also just in the community as well. And so I think that you guys will be able to see that as we move forward in Jeff's conversation that we are about to jump into with head men's volleyball coach, Brad Rostrader. All right. We're going to welcome in Brad Rostrader, yeah. the head coach of Vanguard men's volleyball, one of our two new teams this year. Yep. So we'll kind of get into a bunch of various things that you've gone through for the last year, but off the top of your head, do you remember your, your first day here at Vanguard? Whew, I think it was March 28th, March 29th, somewhere around there, the end of March. Something like that. And you uh, you jumped right from your other job, got yep. right right started in here. We'll, we'll, uh, in a little bit, we'll go through your experience at Pepperdine. But okay. we're going to first start with kind of the, the fall season. You yeah. know, you, you got guys here on campus and, you know, got them in the gym and some early mornings both here, uh, over the beach, things like that. So kind of yeah. just walk us through – the bonding and everything from the fall season. Yeah, so the fall's been awesome. It's been uh, – the main goal was just make sure we were all playing hard and competing hard every time we were in the gym. Uh, and we've been super blessed to have a group of guys that work their tails off. So, yeah, we were able to train four days a week in the morning, which was awesome, and then we got one day in the afternoon. Uh, so Tuesday through Friday we would – train at 6 a.m. so the guys are in the gym by 5 45 mm -hmm. starting to warm up getting ready to go uh and then their reward uh for all their hard work throughout the week was uh fridays we would go down to the beach uh and we'd get down to huntington at newland street get down there at 6 a.m we'd condition do some different stuff uh try to get as creative as possible 
uh, with some of the conditioning and the exercises. So I don't know if the guys liked it or uh, hated it, but they got it done. And then uh, the women's beach team would come down at 6.45 and we'd play some co-ed beach with them. So it, it made for a, a really fun week and it was good to kind of set the weekend off that way. That's awesome. And, and you're a morning guy, so you probably yeah, like, like being, out, being yeah. out there with the cold air and things like that. So, you know, as the, you, you know, you started in March and you, you hit the ground running with recruiting and trying to get to, you know, get these guys here on campus to, you know, to even get a field yeah, or yeah. put a team into the gym. So, you know, kind of when you first started, you know, getting your feet wet and going, okay, wh- what is Vanguard Volleyball going to be about? What kind of athletes, what kind of men are we going after? Do you kind of remember that, you know, this checklist you were making in your head of yeah. kind of, you know, what is going to define a, a Vanguard men's volleyball player? Yeah. The, the, the first thing was just the straight volleyball attributes, which is really the, the kind of the easy part. Like any parent can sit at a club tournament and be like, oh, that guy's good at volleyball. That guy can hit a ball hard or that guy can pass the ball well. Um, so that stuff obviously is important. Size, athleticism, the ability to hit the ball with pace and direction uh, kind of stand out as three of the major things mm-hmm. uh, within volleyball. Uh, and then on top of that, it's how they carry themselves and what type of teammates they are. Uh, for me, I'm huge on how we act as teammates and how you act, you know, maybe when you're not playing or maybe when you're the last team playing at a tournament. Uh, that stuff really stands out to me, and I think it, it speaks a lot to someone's character and what they want to be doing as volleyball players or just as people in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try to kind of evaluate and see that type of stuff. Uh, and then how people respond to messing up or making errors. Because uh, no one's going to be perfect. I'm definitely not going to be perfect. And uh, no one here is going to be perfect. And no Especially one in the game of volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so volleyball is a game of managing losing because you're going to lose about 50% of the time. You lose the point. You mm-hmm. lose the rally. Uh, so how you bounce back from that and how you respond to that is huge to the team's success and your own personal success. And, you know, as a coach, your own sanity. You know, so you got to be comfortable uh, being able to lose and being able to respond positively to that. So we got to do a lot of that. That's really cool. And then, you know, our first recruit, there's kind of a special story behind the first guy you signed. Yes. Can you kind of tell our listeners kind of that, the breadth of that experience yeah. and things like that? So it started, it was probably about three and a half, four years ago uh, for the kid's name is Kyle Onama. And I played with his brother, Brett Onama, who's now the assistant coach at Liberty University. Uh, he's working with uh, one of the guys who coached the inaugural team at Concordia, Trevor Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, before kind of going off to the women's side. Uh, so I played with his brother, and he's late in his senior year, he really developed and became a pretty darn good volleyball player. And uh, so we were recruiting him and watching him at Pepperdine. We were, we were checking him out, and, and uh, he was planning to go to the junior college route. So we told him, hey, we're going to stay in contact with you. We we're looking forward to watching your development and fast forward a year and a half from that conversation out in Columbus, Ohio at uh, junior nationals. And, and I'm taking this new job and Pepperdine wasn't a, wasn't a fit for him mm-hmm. uh, for one reason or another. And uh, he was still trying to figure out where he was going to go to college. So uh, I called his brother first uh, when I kind of knew this was happening and I told him, Hey, <laughs> I want to bring Kyle in. I want him to be the first recruit just like you were at Concordia because uh, his brother was the first commitment to Trevor at Concordia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after about a month, month and a half through the recruiting process, because he had a couple other uh, great options uh, because he's a talented player, uh, he ended up committing and being our first commitment. And there might have been a few other guys that I was kind of 
kind of holding back so we could kind of have this cool story <laughs> yeah, exactly for when i was going to be on the podcast <laughs> yeah. you know but uh but yeah it, it worked out really really well and he's done an awesome job for us uh, along with quite a few other guys uh really helping kind of lead the way and be a pioneer uh for vanguard volleyball absolutely so you kind of we've kind of touched on it a little bit here but um how did you get into volleyball first? You know, how old yeah. were you? You know, when did you decide like, Hey, I'm going to focus on volleyball over the other sports you probably played as a kid. Yeah, I was, I started in middle school and, uh, I'm one of the few coaches I never even played club volleyball, which is pretty prominent, permanent for getting kids to college. Uh, so I never even played club. I started in middle school because my middle school PE teacher offered extra credit and that would get, that was going to get me out of a mile and a half run. Uh, later on down the road so I went to the tryout for that uh, ended up falling in love with the sport and had a crew of about six or seven friends that we kind of played throughout high school together and we were just athletes I played basketball and volleyball there was football players or wrestlers uh, and we were just kind of a, a mixed bag of guys who were athletic and volleyball was fun for us and then uh, I ended up somehow kind of at a whim ending up at Orange Coast College uh, which is Probably for me, my arm's not so great. Probably like three stones throws away from <laughs> yeah. us. Just but, down uh, the road here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's real close. And uh, so I ended up uh, getting to Orange Coast College. And that was really my first experience with college volleyball and high-level volleyball uh, in any capacity. Because at the high school level and without the club exposure, it's just not quite the same. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh, it's also created a, a great appreciation for the level of play and, and the kids who don't have those opportunities because it wasn't something that, that really was kind of feasible for me and it wasn't even on my forefront. I was too busy playing basketball and going to AAU tournaments and things like mm-hmm. that, thinking I was going to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is uh, – I'm, I'm not quite a fit for that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So so then how did you uh, – kind of walk us through your, your transition from OCC to being over at Concordia, yeah. you know, being on that first inaugural team. Mm-hmm. So I started at OCC, and Travis Turner, uh, who's the head coach at OCC, he's the club director at Balboa Bay Volleyball Club, uh, who I now work for. And, and uh, he brought me – or I came to OCC, and he, he doesn't make cuts. So basically what he does, he gets a bunch of guys who come and want to be on the team, and he conditions for either a month to four months until enough guys quit uh, to where it's a good size for the team. And apparently we had a long conditioning session my freshman year. Uh, it went about like three months or so. And then hindsight 2020, it ended up being because he was trying to get me to quit the team uh, because on the depth chart there was 54 guys. And I was number 55. Mm-hmm. So uh, the whole time it was it was kind of me just kind of working and grinding my way to make the team. And I ended up being on the team for both years I was there. And then uh, my career ended with some, uh, some lack of volleyball mm-hmm. skill and also on top of that, some injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I ended up at Cal State Fullerton just kind of going to school and getting my teaching credential was the plan and coaching basketball at the high school level and coaching volleyball at the high school level and continuing to coach club at Balboa Bay Volleyball Club. Uh, So I I stayed busy as a coach and and as a a teacher of sport. And then uh, Concordia University, Irvine, started up a men's volleyball program in 2013. Uh, So I had a few friends I knew who were doing that, and they got me in contact with the coach, Trevor Johnson, uh, who I talked about a little earlier. Uh, and then I met with him and was like, 
you know what? I'm going to go for it. It's my senior year of college and a new program. And I really missed volleyball at that time, uh, playing it specifically. So I, I jumped in and kind of went all in and really immersed myself in that experience and ended up being the first graduate from Concordia University men's volleyball, uh, the first alumni. Uh, I lost that alumni match uh, the first year by forfeit. Uh, <laughs> you can't play with one guy on the court. And then uh, ended up coaching there uh, immediately after graduating. So it was a really cool experience uh, that really shaped my coaching philosophy is when I got to coach guys older than me, more experienced than me, uh, and that were friends of mine. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something I that really helps me now because I, I look at my coaching relationship is more of a partnership and a friendship with all the guys mm-hmm. within the program and on the team than, you know, a traditional uh, coach as a, as the hierarchy or, or uh, players or lower on the totem pole. I think, I think we're all in this together. So you're, uh, you're, you're playing at Concordia. You guys won the whole thing, yes. right? Yeah. And then your first year coaching, you guys lost by a point in the finals. Yes. Is that we right? got swept, uh, in three sets, we were swept. Uh, I believe it was Deuce game, so 25-23 every mm-hmm. set. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, Daniel Ortega uh, just absolutely go off on us, and we couldn't stop him. Yeah, so you, so you kind of ha- have seen the highs and the lows, um, you know, early in a program. So, you know, kind of being on an inaugural team and then now recruiting and coaching yeah. and directing <laughs> inaugural team – what kind of experiences do you find yourself, you know, late at night, early in the morning, kind of going back to seven years ago when you were on that team yeah, and kind of trying to connect the dots a little bit? It's a, it's a lot different. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I was just naive at the time, but I just – I as a player, I just assumed we were going to win every single match ever uh, because, I don't know, maybe I was stubborn or, or some might call it dumb. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was just kind of – my mindset and kind of how I thought. And now uh, it's more about investing in the individuals and the people within the program. And I, I try not to think about, you know, the results or what's going to be happening down the road uh, and try to really just focus on what I could do to help, you know, this player who's struggling with something, uh, whether it's in the classroom or off the court, or maybe it's some skill they're struggling to pick up and get better at. Um, But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot more, present focus and more I'm more in the moment on a daily basis so it's nice because that you know there's not too much stress if if you just live in the moment exactly so how long were you uh you were a grad assistant at Concordia yes grad assistant and then a part-time assistant and kind of was there for about three and a half years three and a half years Uh, and then after that kind of walk us through what what what, did you do between (laughs) uh you know leaving your your time at Concordia and then when we poached you away from Pepperdine. Yeah, yeah. So I, when I left Concordia, I also left Lululemon and plenty of other little part-time <laughs> gigs from Balboa Bay Volleyball Club to T Street Volleyball Club. I, uh, I've coached at various high schools from Newport Harbor to Laguna Beach High School uh, and was left kind of all that mixing and matching, living in garages and, mm-hmm. and making it work. <laughs> and uh, I got a job opportunity at Arizona State uh, with Stevie Mussey. Uh, out there when she was a new head coach there and they were looking to build a program and I didn't really know much about anything definitely anything about Arizona and definitely uh, not much about women's volleyball as well Uh, you know it turns out it's not that different and uh, it ended up being an amazing experience for me and created lots of great friends and it gave me lots of perspective on how to handle lots of different things in terms of administration how to handle 
player coach relationships and and coach to coach relationships and really really just how to kind of conduct and and uh act and control yourself over time uh and it it brought so many amazing friendships and relationships for me uh which kind of led me into the opportunity and position at Pepperdine uh to come in because I was working with uh you know it's funny cuz the volleyball world is just such a small circle that I was working with someone who had just retired from the women's national team uh Tamari Mirashiro who uh goes by Tama and uh, she was a libero from Hawaii played at University of Washington national champion uh, and now she's the assistant coach with the national team. And when she has free time, she comes in and helps us out mm-hmm. uh, in the gym here. So she's been around. She was out at the first serve dinner. Uh, she helped connect Karch with uh, with myself a little more. Um, so, yeah, she had worked with David Hunt, who was the associate head coach at the time, along with Marv Dumphy. Uh, and they were looking for a volunteer assistant. Uh, my former coach, Travis Turner, uh, from Balboa and Orange Coast College, also knew they were looking for volunteers so he told david about myself uh then i talked with travis and travis told me to call david after i talked to david he then called tamari marishiro tama uh basically you know in his words was just to make sure i wasn't a weirdo (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and uh yeah one thing led to another another and uh, i came back sometime in december i came back uh to newport and you know, David was like, you want to come up to Malibu for a day? So I went up, got to hang out with Marv and Marv Dumphy, uh, David Hunt, and, and Sean Rooney at the time. Uh, and now it's funny because now Sean's down here helping me out. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And kind of around the gym. Full circle. Yeah. So lots of names and lots of people and lots of great people. Uh, and that's kind of a little bit of the journey. So one of the interesting things that you had to navigate, um, you know, when you you were pursuing becoming the head coach here, you were in the middle of your Pepperdine season, yeah. um, you know, which you kind of stepped away from, and you mm-hmm. almost had the perfect storm of Marv yeah. kind of Marv took your spot yeah. at, at Pepperdine, which you probably never thought that would happen. No. So you know, it was probably a little bittersweet. Um, mm-hmm. So you're down here, you're following your guys, you're watching all their games yeah. and things like that. So what was what was the biggest blessing you got during that season? And what yeah. was the biggest trial from being away from your guys at that point? Yeah. The, I mean, the biggest blessing was without a doubt, the opportunity here at Vanguard. Uh, and I think that something that went along with it was how supportive Marv, David, uh, Kevin, who was the assistant at the time, Chip, who was the volunteer at the time, uh, because my departure meant a lot more work, uh, on their end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just all the guys, you know, the support from all the guys at Pepperdine, they, you know, it was clear that one, they understood the opportunity for me and my growth in my career. And, and two, they cared about me because they were, they were, you know, they were definitely excited. They, they weren't pumped that I wouldn't be able to have their back and go to battle with them the rest of the season. Uh, but they knew I'd be there in spirit and they knew whenever I wasn't out recruiting at a junior college match or a high school match, or out at a practice, uh, and they had matches, they knew I'd be there. Uh, but, but yeah, the, that support from them and just their guidance going through it all, uh, from the staff at Pepperdine, uh, all the way down to all the guys. That's really cool. It's probably, probably the hardest part is you're down here, you're the head coach of Vanguard men's volleyball and you have no team yet. Yeah. So you don't even have the guys to hang out with yeah. for the bus rides and things like that. So we're a week away. Oh, Actually, we're only like four or five days away now yeah. that folks will hear this from the first game. It'll be yeah. in here in the pit. 
what's going through your your heart and your mind is you're kind of like I'm ready to play. oh my gosh like, it's let's here do, right let's do it I wish we were playing tonight I wish we were playing yesterday I mean <laughs> it's the guys are ready I'm ready the the program's ready um you know I think the pure excitement level and and the build up has been almost really nice because we got lots of time to reset and recover over break mm-hmm. uh and I think that led to a little added feistiness and, and more competitiveness. And uh, the practices since we've been back have been stellar. Uh, the effort has been extraordinary. Uh, so I, I can't wait. And, and it's cool because we keep progressing and growing as a team and as volleyball players. And then with some of the situations of guys we were bringing in, we're progressing and growing. And then we're adding more pieces and mm-hmm. adding more pieces and getting stronger and stronger as a, as a total group and as a total unit. Um, so, you know, I'm super excited for the match uh, on Wednesday uh, versus St. Catharines, but I'm also very excited to see what happens uh, at the end of March, you know, to see see where we're at because our team, uh, I'm happy with what we look like and, and I'm excited with, for how hard we're going to compete, uh, but I'm also super excited to see what happens as we continue to train and continue to get better and continue to just grow as a group and, and kind of flourish as Vanguard Volleyball. Yeah, and one of the one of the cool things that I noticed the other day is I don't know if you did this on purpose, but everyone you recruited was like a sophomore, so they're they, you know they're going to be here a couple of years <laughs> yeah. and be able to to build together and things like that. So that's really cool. So we want to just thank you, Brad, for for stopping yeah. in, and uh, I know you got to recruit on campus, so we'll we'll get you back out <laughs> yeah, there okay. to recruiting. Gotta, uh, pop away, real future quick, players. Know? So thank you so much uh, for visiting us here on the Coach's Corner. Thank you all for coming back and listening into this conversation that Jeff Melton was able had able to have with Brad Rostratter of our men's volleyball program. As you guys can hear and you guys were able to, to see hopefully throughout the season, special guy. Uh, he's going to build an incredible, talented team here with an incredible culture. And I hope you guys are able to make out to some matches this year. First one being on Wednesday, uh, January 14th, I believe, actually 15th. Whatever the Wednesday is that's <laughs> upcoming is going to be. It's going to be January 15th. That's going to be their first matchup. Uh, so once again, thank you guys so much for jumping into this first matchup or first mashup, I guess you could say, of the Coach's Corner on the Vanguard Athletics Podcast Network. Happy 2022 all. Feel free to like, subscribe, rate this podcast on whatever services that that is. That can be, uh, that can be SoundCloud. That can be uh Man, it's been a while. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, however it is you listen, feel free to share it with your friends and family, and we'd be happy to have you on. So thanks so much for joining us again. Hope you guys have a blessed rest of your week.